Sports. It's Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, owning a slave is once again possible, thanks to NFTs. Plus, eating meat is like gassing Jews or something. Six Brazilian butt lifts and blown out lips and naked slipping on your sister's vomit. All this for your voicemails tonight. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Great Moments in Televised Police Enforcement. What happened to the side of your face? I'm not sure. How come you're going forgetful on me in the most important part? Because I'm not sure. If you stick with me, I'll stick with you. Yeah, I'm sticking with you, but you're not... No, 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 you're not sticking with me. You're not sticking with me. No, you're not sticking with me. Look at me. I'm looking at you. Look at me. I'm looking at you. Look at me. Let's do this together. I don't think we need to do anything together. Okay, I don't either. I think, I think you need to just help me out I here. I think your nickname is Doodoo. Well, I appreciate okay. that, but I'm not really sure you know so what you're talking about. let's try this again. Let's do try this again. What happened to your face? I'm not sure. Okay. Did somebody hit you? I don't know. Did somebody slap you? Let's try this again. Okay. Did somebody slap you? Let's try this again. Okay. Were you in an argument with somebody? I don't know. Okay. Do you know anything? Not a thing. I didn't think so. Were you with anybody when this happened? I'm standing, I'm standing, I'm standing where with, where is, where with. Hang tight. Ambulance be here in just a minute. Thank you. Not a problem. Excuse me, but you do not own me. Stay seated. Let me go. Come here and stay seated. You let me go. Let me tell you something. You are not going to do that. Get over on your back. Over on your back. Let me see your other hand. Let me see your other hand. Let me see your other hand, man. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Tim Hansen reeks of anus. <laughs> I'm so constipated, yeah! Hell, you can shove anything up the rectum. That's my man juice. Uh, yeah. Tim Benson back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Got a great show for you today. Uh, recently on the podcast, we were talking a little bit about uh, Bitcoin. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't 100% understand it. I think I maybe understand it 25%. Like, I get it. It's a digital currency, a cryptocurrency. It's fake money that can then be exchanged for real money and blockchain and mining. I'm just throwing out words I've heard before. But, you know, I get the concept of, you know, the more people that invest in Bitcoin, the, the higher the Bitcoin price goes up. And I think the only time Bitcoin prices go down is when a government comes out with a statement like, uh, we're looking into regulation. And then people freak out and sell their Bitcoin. What I don't understand in the least are NFTs. People have emailed me and said, hey, Tim, you should uh, make episodes of Distorted View available as an NFT. And I reply with, I don't want people owning my show. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're like, you still own the show. They'll just own that digital copy. And then I say, well, uh, but but my, my episode is, is sent out to uh, podcast apps. That MP3 file is in the hands of, let's say, hundreds. I'm going to be generous. Hundreds of people. And uh, I am told that uh, that's okay because they don't actually own the episode. Only the, the person who has the NFT is the true and honorable owner. But that means nothing, because again, they don't really own shit. I don't quite get it. It sounds scammy to me, 
And I am not above a good scam. I mean, believe me, I would milk you assholes dry if I could. You may recall in the early days of Distorted View Daily, I sold off the naming rights to my body parts. Holy shit, that may have been the original NFT. I'm a pioneer of scamming people on the internet out of their hard-earned money. Maybe that's how I should dip my toes into this NFT territory. I'll sell off the naming rights to my body parts again, this time as non-fungible tokens. Is that a thing I can do? Mostly I see people trying to sell pictures as NFTs. And for some reason, it's a lot of cartoon imagery of monkeys. I don't get it. Aside from the scammy aspect to NFTs, a real dark side is emerging. And I'm probably going to regret using the words dark side once you hear what it is I'm talking about. That's a preemptive strike. Yes, it does have to do with black people. There's a new NFT project out there called MetaSlave. That's right. You can now purchase virtual slaves on the blockchain. In reality, it's just pictures of black people. I think this collection includes 1,865 NFTs. All of them are black people with uh, the first one depicting an image of George Floyd entitled Metaslave number one, I Can't Breathe. Who would want to buy a crypto slave? Hi everyone, it's Sweet Skeleton. Yeah, I guess there are some people. Hello. Hi. Me, this may interest you. Uh, The NFTs are uploaded for auction with a starting price of 0.01 Ethereum. That translates to about $276. Not all prices are the same. Obviously, the George Floyd one is priced a little bit higher. It's going for $69,146. Quite the premium. These are not just uh, adult black people. No, no. Baby Meta Slaves appear to be up for sale as well. Now, the Meta Slave Project has come out and said, uh, we're not racist. Look, we're making a statement here. In creating our project, we wanted to show that everyone is a slave to something. A slave to desires, to work, to money, etc. Can't help but notice, though, all of the NFTs are of black people. They did say uh, there, there will soon be other collections of slaves, including white slaves, Asian slaves. We're really looking to expand. Own. We're, we're looking to own the NFT slave market. Again, epic choice of words. Due to the backlash, the project has shut down, Mm, kind of, it's back. That didn't take long, did it? Uh, It has now been rebranded the Meta Human Project, still selling black people. Apparently, this is not the first NFT project, and it won't be the last. Back in December, there was uh, something called the Floydies NFT Project. Everyone's trying to make a buck off of George Floyd. How many times can you sell the man? Let him rest in peace. Switching gears now, the Oxford Union is, quote, the home of talks and debates by intriguing and influential people. It's been established for 190 years, aiming to promote debate and discussion, not just in Oxford University, but across the globe. Recently, a debate was held over the concept of meat, specifically meat eating. Should we be doing it? Longtime listeners of the show know I don't have a problem with vegans per se. I've had several very close friends who have been vegans, and they were the great type of vegan, meaning they didn't care what the fuck I ate. It didn't bother them in the least if I had a big, fat, bloody, juicy steak right on my plate, and I was chewing open mouth so you could really see the blood squirting out. 
As we have featured on this podcast over the years, there are also militantly extreme vegans. They will cut and fillet you if they see you eating meat, which kind of goes against their beliefs, right? How do you know how to fillet a human being? We're meat. By the way, I love the idea of eating fewer animals. Uh, you know, I'm all for those impossible burgers and beyond burgers. Finally, science has created fake meat products that are delicious. Keep up with that shit and I would have no problem giving up meat. I just hate the taste of vegetables. I'm like a four-year-old. I don't want to eat my broccoli. Actually, I, uh, I, I like broccoli. I like broccoli. I like Brussels sprouts. There are vegetables I will eat. It's not like, you know, I eat a fucking porterhouse with a side of chicken nuggets macaroni, bacon, and cheese, and wash it down with beef broth. Although that does sound like an appealing meal. So yeah, anyway, uh, so Oxford University hosted this debate. Meat eaters versus vegans. And this always happens. The vegans come off looking batshit crazy. The clip I have for you is of Carol Adams. Carol, you whore. Get over here and lick my pussy. Love that clip. Anyway, uh, so uh, here Carol is talking about why we should move to a a meatless existence, I guess. And I believe we should move beyond all meat. So what we choose to eat has consequences far beyond the circumference of our plates. Specifically, your vote tonight expresses your allegiance to or rejection of a white supremacist patriarchal worldview. All right, we're not even a minute into her argument, and she's equating meat eating to white supremacy, as if the white man came up with the idea of eating meat. Not only did they come up with it, but the reason they decided to eat meat was to keep black people and women down. Explain yourself, Carol. Do we vote to further inequality and sustain world-destroying violence? In the sexual politics of meat, I introduced the concept (laughs) of animals as absent reference. In order to be eaten, animals must disappear as living beings. That is, be killed. Lady, everything we do on this planet has a cost. You want to build a house so you're not cold and you don't die? You're going to have to destroy a tree. Water has to come from somewhere. If you're thirsty, you're depleting resources from the planet. There are solutions to this problem. Breed more baby chickens before they're slaughtered, you know? Your hamburger comes with a dose of misogyny. That's what makes hamburgers so juicy. Meat eating is also one of the ways gender-based structures of oppression are perpetuated. Yeah, every time a man fires up the barbecue, he's keeping his bitch down. In the immortal words of my lord and savior, Tom Cruise, from the movie Magnolia, you've got to tame the cunt. All right, so she's hit uh, white supremacy, misogyny. What else can we blame meat eating on? That's why after 9-11. 9-11. Sure, why the hell not? A focus on men as heroes and on meat eating became part of the reclamation of a wounded masculinity. (laughs) Yeah, because before 9-11, guys didn't need a lot of meat. I don't know how much more of this I can listen to. When a black man was elected as U.S. president, we saw how white this wounded masculinity was. White supremacists weaponized it, eating meat, eggs, and dairy. Not to mention drunken Negro face cookies. That was actually a cookie created by a bakery after Barack Obama was named president of the United States. 
they weren't a fan. But what you may not know is that that cookie was brisket-based. Yeah, drunken Negro-faced meat cookies. This woman is actually on to something here. Images of milk-drinking white men, of platters groaning with meat, and the yeah. baiting... Nothing more masculine than a milk mustache. You're stretching here, honey. And the baiting of liberal men as so-called soy boys are all part of the neo-Nazi <laughs> messaging. Neo-Nazi The whole crowd is laughing at her. She's the laughing stock of Oxford University. I mean, there are so many routes she could have went when talking uh, about the benefits of uh, living a vegan diet. I mean, I don't know if they're all true, but people say, like, it, you know, you eat healthier. Less chance of a heart attack. Heart disease, lower your cholesterol, vegetables have more vitamins, you know, whatever. You could talk about like the climate implications uh, because of all the factory farming we were doing. Instead, she's really arguing that this uh, meat is uh, all because of the white man. Meat eaters are Nazis. I bet you it's the meat eaters who are buying those black slave NFTs. All right, does this lady have anything else to say? As the audience continues to laugh at her. This is their right, the neo-Nazis say. This is their identity. Hey, if kids on TikTok can identify as a color, my pronouns are purple, men can identify as meat eaters. There'd be no meat eating without the constant forced reproduction by female animals. Yet popular culture is flooded with references to sexy cows, sexy pigs, sexy chickens, sexy fishes, who all just want to have fun. What type of porn is this bitch watching? First of all, pigs aren't sexy. When guys call someone a pig, that's a bad thing. That's a derogatory term. Also, dudes never call women sexy chickens. They refer to their dicks as cocks. I don't know if that helps your argument. Also, there's no such thing as a sexy fish. Although, I once had a crush on a piece of perch. But honestly, I don't know what this woman's talking about. There's there's flirty fishing. Remember that cult that tried to get women to fuck guys in bars and then bring them back to the cult compound? That's how they got new members. And honestly, I have to think it was uh, incredibly effective. You're going to start a cult. Use sex to bump up those enrollment numbers. That's a Tim Henson tip. Ting. All right, let's move on. Uh, Truth be told, this last segment was incredibly hard for me to get through because I just got some really sucky, shitty, crappy, bad news. And I was debating on how I wanted to break this news to you freaks. I was thinking about waiting to the end of the show, but who the fuck listens to the voicemail segment? I know you just blow through that. Talking about this in the middle of the show is uh, a big downer. But uh, we'll try to power on through. Uh, To help me with this, I thought we should uh, talk to Vlad. So, Vlad, hello. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for thanks for letting me up. You know, Tim. Um, I'm sorry to bring this to everybody. Um, It's this is not not good news. But we've had had a a loss in the in the DB family. Um, I uh, just only about ten minutes ago, I was. walking into my bedroom and I, I opened a message. I recognized the, uh, the avatar uh, as a friend of cat ladies who we'd had for a couple of uh, movie nights and whatnot. And um, we just wanted to tell you as, as soon as we had, had heard and were able, you know, I just want to get out as quickly as we can, but level lady cat lady, I'm just reading from the message. Level lady cat lady passed away peacefully and unexpectedly in her sleep last night. 
Um, I'm, he says he's not very involved in the DV community, but I know that community meant a lot to her, and I think she means a lot to your community too. Um, and he was kind of this, this is a close friend of hers that we've uh, interacted with before. I know it's the you know definitely this guy, and um, you know I just thought I thought at best we, we instead of having it come out in drips and drabs that we. Um, Get it all out to you guys. He says, as far as exact cause of death goes, we don't yet know. Her boyfriend found her in their bed this afternoon after tucking her in last night. And as I'm sure you know, he says, her sleeping for a long time isn't unusual. Everything seemed fine last night. And when he found her, she wasn't breathing and was already cold. So, so this is um, horrible news, obviously, Tim. Yeah. Um, I know that for all the um, messages that Cat Lady um, left and, and how often they were. I know they annoyed some of, some of you guys, um, but I'm, I know that I am, am going to greatly miss hearing Level um, Lady Cat Lady's voice on, on the, the show. The, the stuff that, the, uh, something that a lot of you um, out there who might not be involved in the Discord or, or you know, closer to the show might not know is how many things and how often she did things for the show. Uh, she was the organizer of uh, every uh, gift exchange we did. She was the point person on every Christmas gift to Tim or, or Patty, Tim's mom, or um, all that stuff. All that stuff. She she matched she matched donations when when stuff was coming for Tim. I was I, I told her not to do it. But she matched donations with her own money for for different things, and and um, and I just I know that that you know we joke about um, you know near debt here, and it's uh, you know it's a recurring thing, but it's just um, you know I'll say it, it's it's just so sad. Um, I just you know we never we never know we never we never know how near it could be, right and. So I would just encourage you know everyone out there to just um, tell those tell those that you love that you love them and and make sure you live each day with that love that that cat lady um, um you know brought into my life and, and into the DV community. Absolutely, she uh, she did so much for the show and and for me personally. Um, she also uh, was an artist and she designed a lot of distorted view merchandise and. Um, never really wanted payment. She just wanted to see her work um, being sold and shared with uh, other listeners of the show. She absolutely loved DV and um, she proved it in so many ways over the years. Uh, and of course, you know, we had a lot of fun with, um, you know, poking fun at Level Lady Cat Lady. She was in on the joke. She thought it was funny making fun of um, her various numerous medical ailments um and she and she did that girl had been had been through hell yeah with her her, her cancer that she you know she lived cat lady lived with a um with an a um uh, you know she had just had a very big cancerous tumor in her mouth removed yes and she lived and spoke with a um what's the right term tim for a prosthetic she had a she lived in with a prosthetic that that blocked basically the back of her skull you know from into being a mouth you mm -hmm. know and and so i mean she really had 
didn't throw a lot and was a fighter. And, yeah. um, and for as much know, as, uh, as we, you know, uh, made fun of and talked and, uh, you know, about her various uh, medical problems, we never, you know, really thought something like this could, could, <laughs> could happen, you know? Of course not. I, I think, I think Kat was in, her, she, I know she's in her mid thirties. Very young. Yeah. This is all, I mean, this is literally, I'm, we're, we, we are talking, um, you know, I mean, minute, like, like, like 15 minutes ago, I got the, I got the message yeah. about it. You know, it's just, just breaking. And, and, um, so as I, as I know more, I'll let you know, Tim, and you can pass that on. I, I think we should, I mean, I'd love to, to do something. And yes. as I know more, we will arrange that, but this is a breaking um, situation. And, um, I thought that you guys being, um, part of this family, cause I do consider all of you, um, you know, in some way, part of the, uh, part of this big family of ours. And I think that's something that people don't, you know, sometimes people get people join the discord expecting like edgelords and stuff. And what they find is, um, a lot of love and a lot of decency. Yeah. And I think that that's something that you wouldn't, might not expect as an outsider of yeah. this community. Honestly, that's, yeah. uh, something I'm uh, incredibly proud of is that, you know, uh, it's not, like you said, a bunch of edgelords. It's not a bunch of assholes. It's uh, a lot of good people just having fun, uh, you know, but um, all right. Well, Vlad, thank you very much for letting me know about this and uh, we will keep the freaks posted when we get more information. Um, But that is, uh, that's where we stand. Thanks, Tim. All right, thanks, guys. Love you all. Take care. Okay. Bye, Bye, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Uh, So, just to wrap things up here, I, you know, I was literally recording the show when I heard this, so I haven't really had time to collect my thoughts. But I wanted to tell you, freaks, as soon as possible. uh, Tonight, uh, there is a huge hole in the DV world where Level Eighty Cat Lady once stood. Um, So, most of you knew her as a frequent, and I mean frequent caller but uh like i mentioned she was one of those listeners that became more than a listener she was most certainly a friend i considered her a friend and she helped the show in so many ways you know she spread the distortion she used her talents as an artist she designed a a lot of dv artwork i'm sure you've seen it um merchandise i remember when like i threw her a few bucks for doing a distorted view design or, or something and she was so happy that it wasn't about the money, the amount of money, anything like that. She was just excited to tell her family that she was officially now a paid artist. And I'm so happy I was able to do that because she was an incredible talent, very funny, just a great human being. And she will most certainly be missed. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up news right now. Do you like how I turned that around at the end and kind of made it about me? I gave her money and she was happy. See, I'm a good person. I'm a big dick. Uh, All right. It's always about me. Speaking of money, if you're not yet a Sideshow member, sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. You know the drill. Three very quick stories now. First up, how big is too big? When it comes to asses, some men say... There's no such thing as too much. The sky's the limit, or rather, the thigh's the limit. A Serbian-Swedish woman with a supersized booty says that uh, she's struggling to find love because men are afraid of her surgically enhanced ass. 
I'm looking at this thing, and, and check out the chapter artwork. Uh, it's misshapen is the problem. That's why men are afraid of it. It doesn't look like an ass so much as a giant cancerous tumor. You got a bad doctor, Natasha. That's all I'm saying. Natasha Crown 27 has undergone five Brazilian butt lifts in a bid to have the biggest bum in the world, but the operations haven't helped her entice a long-term lover. Short-term, yes. Your guys are lined up to ram it in her pooper. But, uh, you know, it's not just her ass that looks surgi- surgically altered. She's She's got the duck lips, those blown-out things. She's not, you know, like, physically fit. She's a fucking mess, is what I'm saying. That's why she can't find a long-term lover. My uh, last relationship was seven years ago, she said. I'm pretty extreme, so I think people are afraid of me. BBLs, or Brazilian butt lifts, have exploded. That sounds dangerous and honestly a little messy. Chunks of ass flying everywhere. Uh, No, it's exploded in popularity. Oh, I should have finished reading that sentence. Many women uh, coveting the Kardashian-style curves. Crown has also garnered more than 2 million Instagram followers thanks to her enormous ass. So it's surprising to learn that she's lonely. She says it's scary for men. You have my personality, and then you have my body, and then you have everything else on top of that. It's extreme. She does love using that word. The Swedish-based influencer recently appeared on Truly's series, Hooked on the Look, where she was set up on a blind date with another Swede named Adam. Just as Crown predicted, the man was turned off by her booty, and he had no interest in going on a second date. Again... I think it's it's as much about her face as it is her ass. Nothing looks natural on her or human. I understand it's too much for him. It's too much to handle all the thickness, all the curves. He can't handle my curves. That's what fat women say when they're rejected. Makes them feel better about themselves, I guess. It didn't work out. We're moving on, and hopefully I will find someone, she said. Despite her enormous posterior scaring off potential love interests, Crown said she has no plans to stop with the enhancements. She spent close to $150,000 on her first five Brazilian butt lifts. Why can't they do it all at once? I guess maybe the, the skin will only stretch so much. Or she just keeps changing her mind and wants bigger and bigger butts. Must get larger. Quote, I'm going to have the world's biggest bum. That's my goal. Some little girls want to grow up to be astronauts. This girl just wants a large S. Uh, That's my goal, and I'm going to reach it. Reach for the stars, honey. When I was 20 years old, I did my first surgery, and soon I will have my sixth. The model has also, you know, like, can anyone on Instagram just be considered a model? Does she get paid to be photographed? That's That's when you're a model. The model has also had a range of other cosmetic enhancements. I knew it, including breast implants and lip fillers. A lot of lip fillers. Uh, her ass is her favorite part of her body to enhance. I just love the feel of having a big bum. When I walk, I feel all the jiggling, 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 and I start to feel horny with myself. That's the best feeling. My bum makes me feel sexy and makes me feel powerful. I feel weak, frail, and sickly. Maybe I could use a BBL. Guys, if I start a Kickstarter, would you chip in a little? I promise to take a lot of pictures. We'll do an entire calendar. Sexy poses with me and my big fat Kardashian ass. Plus, I got that long hair now. 
I actually turned some of you guys on. I could be a woman if I want to be. You know, if I was ever going to transition, now would be the time to do it, right? I've got the long hair, thinking about that butt lift. All I need are tits. My dick's not that big. I can hide it. I'm like 45% of the way to being a woman as it is. Might be good for a laugh, right? Can turn it into a recurring bit on DV. Always looking for content. All right. uh, Second story we have for you today. A, quote, Jerry Springer style brawl broke out at Disney World. I've been seeing a lot of um, news stories about fights in Disney World. And before, you never really heard about that. Because, you know, it was the happiest place on Earth. Well, now no one's happy. We're bringing all that negativity to the happiest place on Earth. We're bringing it down. Turning into quite the slum. Uh, Yes, a Jerry Springer-style brawl broke out at Disney World between a, a pair of drunken, naked sisters, culminating in the duo fighting in the bushes after one slipped on the other's vomit. It's one of those news stories where the first sentence just keeps getting better and better as we read on. Jerry Springer brawl. Drunken women. Naked sisters. Slipping on vomit. This story has everything. The newly revealed late October incident reads like the plot of an episode of the Jersey Shore, according to the Disney blog WDWNT. I've never heard of that blog, but then again, I'm not one of those weird adult Disney fans. I think that's like one of the creepiest group of people. Weird, right? Like adult adults who are like obsessed with Disney. You go to their house and they've got like Mickey Mouse and goofy plates and bowls. I was wearing Disney socks and sweatshirts with Winnie the Pooh on it, Tigger or whatever. It's just, it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre behavior. All right. Anyway, uh, it's the latest in a series of headline-grabbing dust-ups at the Orlando, Florida theme park. The ill-fated event started out with the sisters, who were tourists from New Jersey, grabbing dinner at Disney Springs at a steakhouse and then hitting an Irish pub for drinks. When the sisters, aged 29 and 31, were ready to go back to their hotel off the resort property, their phone died and a Disney security guard helped them call an Uber. That was nice. The Uber driver refused to take them, saying they were too drunk. So the security guard then uh, tried calling a taxi. And while they were waiting for the car, the pair began to argue. The older sister called the younger sister a bad mother and slapped her. In return, the younger sister allegedly threatened to punch her. Police from the Orlando County Sheriff's Office arrived around 12.40 a.m. to find the younger sister screaming and crying. This all happened steps away from the watermelon and mango parking lots. She was stripped down to only her underwear and sandals. So, you know, some shit went down. She probably took off her clothes because she had vomit all over them. Anyway, after attempting to calm the situation, the security manager said one female slapped the other right in the face. At that point, both females began punching, slapping, and pulling each other's hair. The security manager managed to pull the two drunk women apart, but the second they were pulled apart, they ran towards one another once again. They wanted to continue fighting. Quote, once separated, both sisters ran at each other, slipped in the younger sister's vomit, then fell into the bushes while still fighting. According to the security guard, the younger sister ran a few feet away and took off her dress, exposing her breasts for no reason, really, (laughs) shortly after they began to punch each other again. Eventually, the pair were separated and arrested. Disney didn't have video of the brawl. Damn. 
When police questioned the younger sister, all she wanted to talk about was how she didn't like her sister's boyfriend. (laughs) Both women were arrested for misdemeanor domestic violence, battery, and disorderly intoxication. The state's attorney's office declined to pursue criminal charges. Each of the sisters, who didn't sustain any injuries, also requested the other not be prosecuted. A representative for Disney World did not return requests for comment. Talk about a whole new world we're in. Shining, shimmering vomit. Tell me, sis, when did you last shave your hairy beave? I can see your cunt. I pointed out and you just grunt. You don't seem to care that your pussy's getting air. Now we're in a whole new world. It's Disney World! But with drunken sluts and brawls and puke. You get the idea. It's not exactly kid-friendly anymore, that Disney World. So yeah, like I said, they were arrested uh, on misdemeanor charges uh, in you know disorderly conduct, domestic violence. I wonder if they were banned from Disney. Usually that's the case when you start a scene over there. All right, final story we have for you today. Back to butt lifts. You know, we just read a story about a woman who is uh, up to her sixth operation. Meanwhile, the poor lady in this next news story died after her first. A woman was hastily dumped at a New York City hospital by two other women early on Tuesday. She later died. Sources say the victim appeared to have unusual injection marks all over her butt. Oh, it was like one of those back alley BBLs. Police responded just before 2 a.m. on Tuesday to a report of an unconscious woman inside of Jacoby Medical Center in the Bronx. Hospital personnel said the woman, age 53, the hell is a 53-year-old doing getting a butt lift? Gross. On the flip side, you know, I guess that's who really needs butt lifts. I'm thinking the, uh, the ass really starts to drop and lose its shape when you, when you hit age 50. So, okay, I get why she was doing it. Uh, She'd been dropped off unconscious and unresponsive by two other women who then left before the cops could arrive. The woman died shortly after. Law enforcement sources say she had multiple injection marks in her butt, and the investigation is looking into whether some sort of procedure somehow went awry. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what took place. Police are now looking for the two women who dropped her off. Their identities are still unclear. They claim to have found the semi-conscious in another location, and brought her to the hospital, but then quickly left. The medical examiner's office will determine a cause of death. If it is, in fact, determined that the woman died after some sort of cosmetic procedure, it wouldn't be the first time in the city. In late 2019, a Queens woman with no medical licensing pled guilty to criminally negligent homicide. That's after a client of her illegal basement plastic surgery clinic died following a butt augmentation with silicone gel that she ordered off of eBay. Now, there's a warning to you if you think that it's uh, totally safe getting those butt injections. It's not. Uh, Real quick, because that was such a short story, I've got a bonus short story, and it happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Fucked up state. Yeah, this is one of those very short, like, two-line news stories, but I've got a video that accompanies it. Uh, An intoxicated passenger was barred from boarding an airplane at Orlando International Airport, so this woman rode away from the gate on a motorized suitcase as a police officer on a bicycle chased her. Not exactly a high-speed pursuit, 
I don't even know why the cop was on a bike. He could just power walk up to her and catch up with her. Uh, Chelsea Alston, 32, was later accused of battering the police officer and causing more than $1,000 in damages to his patrol car. Car? They're not talking about the bicycle, are they? She ripped the bell off my handlebars. What a bitch. I'm, I'm guessing she was actually put in a, in a real patrol car when she was arrested. All right. Uh, if convicted, she faces up to five years in prison for each offense. Now, as I mentioned, uh, we do have audio of the incident. You have to listen closely here. I don't want to leave. I'm just trying to go home and enjoy myself. I'm trying to go home. You can pretty clearly tell who the drunk woman is. Whenever you hear someone uh, talk like, uh, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want It's a dead giveaway. She's straddling a suitcase, a motorized suitcase. It's hilarious. See that? But I've been here for hours. Yeah, yeah. it happens. Yeah, bad weather. Gotta do something, right? I don't know what we're gonna blame it on, but oh, watch out. Yeah, yeah this, you know, this woman has a, a good point. When these uh, planes are delayed or whatever, what else are you gonna do in an airport? You drink. Can't blame her, you know, if the plane's fucking five hours late. Fortunately, it's, it's their policy. You just can't be that intoxicated when you fly on a plane, okay? I'm not that intoxicated. We need- well, you can't even say intoxicated. That's how intoxicated you are. You to go to the terminal. I ain't intoxicated. Oh, oh, okay, hold on here. I'm sorry. I'm talking over the best part. I'm not that intoxicated. We need you to go to the terminal. Suck my Suck my Suck my Okay, Chelsea. Just, just go to the terminal. Okay. She does not want to go to the terminal. I'll, I'll, I'll help see her out. You guys are good. Oh man, that thing kind of goes fast. Oh, that's why he's on the bicycle. I think I'm faster, but I have a, a bike pursuing a suitcase in a minute. It's gonna be crazy. At least the police officer is cognizant of how ridiculous this is. It does not take a long time for him to catch up with her. Chelsea, you want to rest? We can't find back now. Do not resist. Do not resist. She's trying Stop to hit him. Spitting. Oh, spit. Do not spit. I only spit it one time. Do not. I only spit one time. Yeah. It's not spitting if it's only once. It's spit. Come on, you stupid idiot. Spit is what I spit or I spit in. Two different things, fool. All right. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, I can safely and sadly say that the voicemail segment will never be the same without Level Lady Cat Lady. It's actually something I noticed uh, a couple days ago. I was like, wow, Level Lady Cat Lady has not called in recently. And, you know, I didn't think much of it. Sometimes, you know, people like Level Lady Cat Lady go go a week or two without uh, calling in or they take a break from the show or whatever. Uh, But she was very active in uh, the Discord. Uh, I, I was just in the Discord, as a matter of fact. I, I took a break recording the show, and uh, I popped in there, and uh, a lot of the freaks were discussing Level Lady Cat Lady. We were in the voice chat, and wow, everyone loved her. You know, a lot of people called in, annoyed with her because of the voicemails. She, she left a lot of voicemails, but that was just like one little tiny side of Level Lady Cat Lady. She, you know, was playing, as a matter of fact, she was playing video games yesterday with some listeners. I was surprised that uh, it, it seemed like she was she was that okay yesterday before she went to bed last night. But whatever, if you um, want to pop in the Discord and remember, Love Lady, Cat Lady, a lot of a lot of freaks are hanging out there today, and uh, you know we're thinking about her, her family, 
uh, level eighty cat Lordy. I believe that was her her boyfriend, right? They uh, they're definitely in our uh, thoughts today. So uh, let's do just a couple real quick voicemails, and we'll wrap things up. Hi, Tammy Boo, little baby faggot, calling in again. Uh, I'm so hoping for a call that's like, fuck love lady cat lady. Her voicemails are annoying. Heard about your weekend of lava ass. Oh, yes. Just curious if you're going to install that fucking bidet now. That's one of the funniest things that was mentioned, by the way, uh, in the voice chat when I when I popped in there to talk about love lady cat lady. The suggestion was made that I finally install the bidet as a memorial. I think I want to get a plaque. The Lovely Lady Cat Lady Memorial Bidet that will reside in my bathroom. I think that would be a nice way to memorialize her, even though she, she wasn't the one that purchased the bidet for me or anything. But, you know. Installed the bidet when I sent it to you. Your asshole wouldn't have had to go through that. Yes, little little baby faggot is the, uh, the, the, the guy who sent me the bidet, and it is appreciated. As I mentioned... Uh, it is ju- it is sitting so close to the bathroom. Like it, I see it every day. Look really, at if you think about box. it, you've done this to yourself, man. We've we've tried. You know, got the bidet sent to you. Repeatedly asked you to install it. You have a blowout like that. You could have had a nice, cool spray of water on your anus to soothe that burning tissue. But instead, you just continually rubbed on it, like you're trying to give it like an Indian burn on somebody's arm. When you're doing that to your own anus. With toilet paper when you could have just sprayed it clean given a little pat to make sure everything's dry down there and you've been good to go no burning no itching no irritation so just i don't know what it's going to take to get lord douche to let you install that thing but it seems like this all right okay god enough take care big boy thank you he's right though that bidet would have really come in handy this past weekend let's see what else is going on here in the voicemails what? Hey, Tim. Oh. Haley's Comet calling up. You. Let's see if I timed this right. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey! I hope you and Lord you are have a wonderful time. So close. Haley's Comet left this uh, voicemail on December 23rd. Now, if we're playing by Price is Right rules, you've gone over. And so you lose. You get nothing. But in the grand scheme of things, you're only a couple days off. So, wow. Impressive. Let's do one more here. Hey, Tim, uh, just laying in bed and thinking about Gooner Baiters. I know that's a weird thing to say. Hey, we were just playing some Gooner uh, Bader action on the podcast the other day. We played some podcasturbation. Uh, I think I think because they, they, they all have that same yeah. sound yeah. in their voices. Yeah. You know, that, that, that low fucking grumble. Yeah, because they're men. They're manly men. Auto-tune it. Auto-tuning, gooner-baiting, yeah. Auto- oh, that would be a great project. If anyone is really good with audio stuff, Lord knows I'm not. You've heard this show, you know. Uh, try auto-tuning a gooner-baiter. I mean, I'll try my hands at it, too. But Tuning gooner-baiters. Hey, okay. Gooner-baiting mixes. All right, I'm going to leave that there. All right, thank you very much uh, for all the calls. Keep them coming. That's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. 
That's 206-660. God is in, oh God. Sexy fishes who all just want to have fun. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you tomorrow. Uh, if you're a Sideshow member, it's a Sideshow exclusive podcast tomorrow. Otherwise, I'll see you back one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.